lovely chins, sir. Yeah, triple chins. I was going to pose for the shot and just do a quick shot. Hold on. One more time. One more time. Okay. For the babies. It's like a trumpet going off. A bugle. Yeah. That sounds like a... It's funny how a bugle sounds a lot like a fart. I don't think I know what a bugle is. It's a little trumpeter's horn where they trumpet stuff out of it. And like teeny tiny? It's like used for like... Um, you know, like the reveille and stuff. A little bugle. Does it have... Um... What's it called? Valves? Buttons. You know? A yeah. bugle usually is just like pressure. It's just twisty. I thought it's right? just the pressure. Yeah. It's like yeah. your different pressures make different notes. And that seems a little tougher than yeah. having at least three buttons. It's like cheating if you're using three buttons. But I had a cornet in a high school or grade school when I was in band. And that's a miniature trumpet, a smaller trumpet. It's a little softer sounding than a trumpet, less brassy. Yeah. But it also oh. gets a little made fun of because you got the short trumpet. There's like the regular first trumpets and you're the coronet sitting back there, this little little half thing. But it was like 100 bucks in the 90s. So that means it's, it's expensive now. Probably It's at least 200 now. <laughs> at least 175. <laughs> yeah, now. 101. A dollar more. It was used from our pastor at the time. So that means the pastor had used that... Uh, mouthpiece and just put all kinds of spit through that thing and then i get it next and well you sure, service they clean it. it yeah do they They're like special soap yeah i didn't you're supposed to or people sometimes schools have um deals with the local like instrument shop and so they just mm-hmm. bring in everything and then do then they like clean them all yeah this was a private purchase so i would hope that they did oh. that but otherwise i just like rinse the mouthpiece out and used it but yeah. and then I was putting spit all over the floor because you got to blow through those things. But yeah, the sound my... you make with your lips, you purse them together like <laughs> you have to like just make this little <laughs> pressurized sound. It's a lot. Yeah. I didn't know you played trumpet. I played trumpet in school. I was really good. Yeah. I think For Connor, sure. our friend Connor, played trumpet too. Yeah. We got a lot of trumpeters out there. Mm-hmm. My... <clears throat> my brother played trombone and that's a challenge. Yeah. You're guessing where your notes are. You're getting good at like moving your hand around. Yeah. My mom gave my um, trumpets to my niece and nephew. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen these in forever. And they like the valves wouldn't move. None of the Uh-oh. like caps would move. They haven't taken either. care of it. They weren't taken care of. Yeah. So I like, um, thankfully, I'd left a um, like valve oil in. Yeah a container of valve oil in one of the cases. And so I, I did what I could um, and then and got, got one moving. of them functioning. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're supposed to grease the little tube that comes out too. Yeah. And do all that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Which it's I don't just know the point of that. Couldn't that tube just not be removed or is that to get water out? It's, I think it's um, for the sake of tuning where like if, because it's basically just metal that's, um, bent you know so yeah. who's to say a fraction of a bend or degree doesn't affect sound 
Like so pitch. they can move it out a little if they need for yeah, perfect if you need sound. To. I think that's mm-hmm. why their valves, there's like two or three of them. Three of them you're on a trumpet. Me, you're making me want to go on eBay and buy a trumpet just to get one again and try it. Yeah, it's hard. I can still do my mm-hmm. C scale, but that's about it. I I forgot what notes are what. I think one finger was an F. <laughs> you're like the pointer finger just pushed down. And then I, I forget. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. C is open, D is one and three. And it just doesn't e seem like three three buttons could give you every note. Well, that's why it's like pressure as well. Like how much air you're forcing. Yeah. Wow. That was a lot. I don't, that I don't know lot. if I'd be good at it now. You know what I've always yeah. loved? A French horn. I think they're the saddest yeah. instrument. They're perfect. But they sound so good. So beautiful. Yeah. Haunting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what um, God only knows. Best song yeah. of all time has French mm-hmm. horn, and all those. I always try to add if I'm adding any horns, I add French horn on songs. Little in the background, mixed trumpet less usually, but French horn mixed with strings sounds so cool. There's that it's other sound. Forlorning. There's that other song on that album that's like. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, I know perfectly well I'm not where I should be. Right? Yeah. That song is one of my favorites of all all time, too. And the piano sounds in that. He was, like, hanging things on him, so they're, like, making this, like, jingle sound that's, like, insane. Um, I'm going to tell you the name of that song. You Still Believe in Me, I think. Yeah, the piano sounds insanely good. Just, like, hauntingly echoey and, yeah. Yeah, the song didn't so, come through. No, I was just listening to it and loving it, <laughs> reveling for a moment. Yeah. Uh, copyright reasons, don't let us play this song still, probably. Um, maybe we could get away with a minute of it. But uh, this is episode 111 of Shooting Debris. And yeah, Dolly's maybe, here. Yeah, I'm at home and I'm messaging uh, oh, potential good. potential date. Oh, good. Me- message them real quick while we're on the podcast. Okay. And in the background, move your head to the left real quick to your left further way far because i got to read what's in the background oh it's the same thing quality of the i know it says i have a great a real genius what is it a real genius for staying at home da- yeah. henry david thoreau and that's why we're staying at home today not because we are geniuses but just uh the traffic and and all those good things that get in the way um what are you messaging this pot- potential date uh just how classy of a that. lady I am, you know? Yeah. You want me to leave that in? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Bro. <laughs> it's like, how can you text a burp sound is what I want to know. R, 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 G, H, 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 R, and then I would put else? a W. I would do, mm. I would go W, B. Mm-hmm. R, R. R W B R R P H. Rough. <laughs> it yeah. ends with like the the breath coming out. <laughs> so you're not messaging a burp sound. No. Um, Give me the whole interchange on the podcast here. Let's be like, hey, how are oh, you? How I was go. your day? Yeah, My yeah. day was good. <laughs> no, they're they're telling me about um, how they went to Mount Baker a couple days ago, um, and. I'm trying to They're respond hikers. that. I've always been an indoor kid. 
So they went hiking up Mount Baker? Yeah. And you're going to be From like, oh, get. awesome. That sounds fun. And <laughs> did you, on their profile, were there pictures of them on a mountain or hiking? Yeah. Yeah. Because here's that's, the that's thing. That's an instant no-go. I know. Those are, that's <laughs> one of my top five red flags. Red um, flag. Someone who hikes. Yeah. Who Rock climbers. Rock climbers, I'm done. Rock yeah. climbing and horses. Horses, fish. Um, Dude, there's a, there was a, a girl that all her pictures were outside in extreme sports and then she was rock climbing and she was on a horse. And I was like, what do you, th- is this what you do with your life? It's probably yeah. all the things she does outside of work and that's her free time. But I'm like, show some, show some real life pictures in the office. Yeah. Give me those, the, like the three face chins. Give me the you triple know. chin. I, I have not put a triple chin picture on a dating app. I don't know if I should. I think some people might think it's funny, but someone might be like, whoa, he really looks like this. Um, so that's what I'm worried about probably more. I can get that chin surgery where they just cut out some of your like extra fat. But I think my whole neck kind of goes that way anyway, so I'd lose some of my neck. It's probably not good. Hmm. Then you got like a fake jaw. Well, they they put implants in your chin sometimes to jut out your profile. I just feel like anything like that would be look so different that it would be if it was messed up at all, it would be un, very tragic that you couldn't undo it. Yeah, I remember watching. Um, it was an MTV show. I don't remember what it was. Maybe like what was the one with the black like slugs? Um, like this gun. is my real life or, um, you think, you know, but you have no idea what was it called? Was it called real life? Real? You, s- you said black slugs. Yeah. The, uh, title cards. It was like black and then it had like white. Oh, script. oh. I was thinking um, of like the animal, um, no. or bullets like black slugs that would you put in a gun? Uh, the real world probably. No, that was the, with eight people living in a house. Um, um, on the interwebs, if I type in Black Slugs MTV show. No, just MTV show. Uh, real. Uh, uh, it shows a bunch of black slugs online. Real what? Real life or real something? The real matter. world? No. Yeah. True life or? Uh, uh, probably true life. Ten fakest MTV shows. What's funny is they're all supposed to be reality, but there's a list of ten. the ten fakest whatever my show was um there was an episode where these people weren't happy with their body like not that they had uh self well maybe they had self-image issues but it wasn't like that far off base from like it wasn't delusional what these people thought about themselves it was like Mm -hmm. one guy the guy the guy i'm thinking of because of the implant thing um he worked out a lot and so he had like um muscle like muscly thighs a good um just like well-rounded good physique uh, yeah in shape except his he was concerned about his calves he could not build muscle in his calves he had like like tiny, rubbery tiny yeah and so he got implants for for in his calves to make them bigger and then felt excited loved life that's crazy had joy. yeah and it was just because like, he had fat calves. No, they were slim, 
like super thin. No, no, but he wanted he he wanted to fatten them up. So he created yeah. fat ones and now he felt good because the rest of his body was bigger. Yeah. What if the implants later on go down to his ankles? And he's got fat ankles and he can't put socks or shoes on. Oh, you can put yeah. cankles. And he's like, everything's in shape. Look at these giant cankles. And what are you going to yeah. do? You can't. Re- well, you can remove the implants. Your... Yeah. Uh, you have do a, a you have an ankle lift. Yeah. I think I'm just going to not worry about the size of my calves, no matter what size the, the arms or legs or other things get. And just let them happen. All that. Nat- all natural. Yeah. I feel like we're just. For the most part. I feel like we can't change a big percentage of our makeup, you know? Yeah. People try. People But try. then if you do too many fake things, it starts to look real bad. Yeah. Like the Botox lips. I mean, Botox, extra Botoxed lips for girls right now that are like younger. You're like, once you start. It doesn't really yeah. go away. And it's good. It's very obvious. And there's now that I'm in the 40s. And there's like on the dating apps, there's 40 year olds with the Botox lips and they've been on the Botox lips for 10 to 15 years and it's not looking very good. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just like, oh, there's a fake. There's some fake lips. I feel like most of Duck it lips. isn't figured out just yet. Botox? Like it's, yeah, like that or like facelifts. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, the, oh, what's the latest trend? Buckle fat? Where what is that? They, where they have doctors go in and suck the fat out of their face mm-hmm. and it it creates this like very like oh, gauntly face gauntly face yeah um another way to do that is heroin yeah well the i don't get is like do that everyone we all wish we could look young or stay looking young you know I mean, that's probably to a, a degree. Ma- vast yeah. majority of us. Yeah. Stereotype. Yeah. Um, and it's like people, I feel like what brings a lot of youth in a person's face is the amount of fat that they have. Like, like fat having is good. more fat. Having yeah, fat. Yeah. Cause you, you get too skinny and suddenly you look like you're, you're at that last stage of life where you've lost all the, yeah. the muscle tissue and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, yeah, there's these, these different your things. Own adventure. I know. Well, there's some people. So Botox is mostly safe um, for depending on how people do it. People do it in their forehead to get rid of wrinkles and lines. And the worst story I've heard of that is where someone got an injection above their eye and it fell down into their eye and then it sealed their eye shut for three months because it takes Stop three months it. to kind of get out. So they were having to go around with one eye closed because the Botox thing slipped down from the wow. up above and that's the kind of stuff that because i know i know people that do botox on their foreheads and stuff and yeah there's no wrinkles i'm like oh they're like 32 33 they look like 25 maybe something yeah something in there but yeah the fa- the facelifts scare me because those are things you can't get reversed once they're done they're done and you're you're stuck with whatever happened yeah so um the, the uh, top 10 whatever Oh, this is well. I'm wondering if this next story is going to tie into this. So, um, so I, uh, that I uh, thought I had, but it says the top ten, and they give me fifteen shows. So you want to hear the fifteenth show, the yeah. Osbournes with Ozzy Osbourne it. and his family. Yeah. I loved it too. It was awesome. Ozzy, um, Ozzy, 
Halsey. Halsey. It's a fame that tripled down his wife and children. Uh, so why why are they saying fake? Probably they planned they planned stuff. You know, the whole they, thing is staged. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, like everything. Okay, Teen Mom is the fourteenth fake t- fake show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on MTV. Speaking of MTV, uh, surprise, surprise, Jackass. Oh, says real. All of these are MTV. <laughs> Jackass says real. The other said fake, and that one's real. So, fake Jersey Shore. Who would have thought? Um, and that's the twelfth. Fake Florabama. Florabama Shore. I haven't seen any of these actually, but I'm sure they're good in their own way because you're just seeing people on the beach doing stuff and hanging out, um, living life. Real Laguna Beach was real. To a degree, did you know that? Yeah, I guess so. There, I mean, I so uh, was fake. Jersey the hills. Shore. The hills is fake, but Laguna Beach is real. Mm. So it's like staged drama stuff like that. Uh, Pimp My Ride was considered fake. So like the shock on someone's face when they see their car—they've already seen it. Maybe I don't know. Oh, sure. How else do you fake Pimp My Ride? With uh, Exhibit. Did you see know. that one ever? Yeah. I don't know. how. Because the premise it. is he's going to pimp their ride. Make it really yeah. nice. Um, Bob and Big, or sorry, Rob and Big. Mm-hmm. Remember that show? Dude. Real. That was real. Okay. Um, fake was punked. How is that faked? Because there's people that they actually legitimately were tricking. Oh, it says in a few cases the pranks were real and the reactions were completely genuine. However, most of the punked was heavily manufactured. If not before the prank, then definitely after the fact. So the mm. way they edited it, maybe. Okay, Paris Hilton's new, uh, my new BFF, which stands for best friend forever. Uh, yeah. Fake. So not, not her real friend. So she's picking her <laughs> new friend. Is that after um, her and Simple Life? not Lindsay Lohan? But yeah, the Simple Life Girl. I think so. Um, Richie? Regina. Regi- uh, Richie? Regi- Regina. Uh, yeah. No, Nicole. no, no, no. Nicole Richie? Nicole. No, no. Nicole Richie. We get these two confused. So Nicole Richie looks like her kind of. Lionel but not totally Richie. At all. No. Lionel oh, yeah, yeah. Richie. No, you're right. Nicole Richie. Re- Richie right, right. is Christina. Was- Christina Richie. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. So Don't it is love Nicole me until you Richie. being confused. <laughs> Reese or Reach, Richie and Richie are too close. Yeah. Um, thank you. It was my bad. Nicole Reese. Uh, number four. Yeah. Re- uh, yeah Nicole Reese. Uh, real life or uh, true life was real. That one I didn't see. That's on oh, TV. that's what I was talking about. True life. Oh, I do remember this one. A shot at love with Tila Tequila. Remember yeah. her? Mm-hmm. She, she was, was a very high class adult yeah. actress. Adult. Oh, never mind. Maybe she wasn't high class. I'm not sure. She was an MTV VH1 something. Maybe she was. Yeah. But that was fake. Adult star. What do you, how do you, what's the Uh, politically correct? Was that her thing? Yeah. She was an adult and she was an actor. So yes, you're absolutely right. I know what you mean. Sneeze. (laughs) Get it, get it out while you can. Um, Real was the real world. So that's nice to know. It was real people, real drama. Mm-hmm. Um, Catfish, remember that show? Yeah, it got a show from the our name from the documentary of the same name. Yet the show quite as realistic. Oh, isn't quite as realistic as the award winning 
movie that spawned it. So that is fake. Um, so they must just plan those guys. And that was the top one. So I guess there was 15, but some of them were real. So there's your rundown on reality shows. Teen Mom never really got into, but the Osbournes was cool. Um, the one I was thinking of was the uh, Gene Simmons family jewels. Yeah, that was VH1. And the, yeah, that yeah, not an MTV one. Um, but it showed his entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit. Cannot say that word. Sounds like manure. Um, and just showed he he like manufactured so many. They had all these Kiss dolls and all these things. And like Kiss to me wasn't the greatest band in the world, but he was such a good businessman that he like melted yeah, for everything for it. Probably it was worth. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, and that was the one that his wife uh, got a had a failed. Um, not failed, but had a plastic surgery that just didn't turn out so well. And he had one at the same time and he looked about the same. And then since then her, she looks like she's had work. And before she was just like maybe mm. aging, but did not look old and beautiful. So it's tough, yeah. tough when you get those ones. Yeah. Do you remember Hulk Hogan show? I do. And, and uh, that's another one. It's like, it's in the realm of the Osbournes. I thought it was interesting. Um, although that was, it was so much blonde. <laughs> like the whole family is just like, whew, yeah. Plat platinums. And it just got crazy. Cause they ended up, uh, showing or not showing, but like recording episodes around the time when the sun, uh, about the, uh, car accident manslaughter thing. oh yeah yeah i do remember that yeah, yeah. so i mean that it's had wild. to be real it was there's real. elements yeah. that people stage but i mean there's things that happen in life um years ago well, they're they're supposed to be doing a movie on hulk hogan's life at some point but years ago he did actually try to tie a guy in a knot in the ring and that was like met really messed the guy up so he was like he oh, was wow. pretty serious about what he did i would not he's someone like that guy jumps across the ring at you with long hair and just looking angry and you don't want to be you don't want to be in there yeah yeah we're like because wrestling is pretty much scripted um, mostly like yeah. that yeah but it's still like it's still like you can paint them as actors but they're still big people like muscle and, there's and no, they're like, still slamming people down, jumping, landing on them. But they're doing it in ways where it's not the most um, damage they could do, but it's still, like, painful. You're getting bruised up and, and yeah. hit and everything. Yeah. Like, my friend uh, edits some videos for local wrestling stuff, and he just sent me a reel to check out today. And uh, it's like, you know, hitting a guy with a chair or knocking him over. And some some things are like slower action, like a turn, kick in the air, and the guy fall, falls back. But the ones where it's like a guy landing on a guy and doing those kinds of things, like they actually, you're making contact, you're, you're getting beat up for it. And it's not, it's for the glory, not the money. Because I don't think a lot of the guys in the lower levels make a lot of money. They're just like signing waivers and doing their thing too. Sure. But years ago when he wrestled, he would like, he jumped off a chair and flew across i was like standing there at the edge of the stage at like the rebar which i think the rebar might have closed down during covid but they they would host some wrestling there but it flew across and it was like a superman moment where he was fully vertical <laughs> planked and like hit a guy in the chest and and i was like Ooh. wow <laughs> that is i think i was filming i was like okay this is not just like someone being like <laughs> 
patap and then the guy falls down it's like yeah. a flying moment Jeez. so pretty cool yeah the amount of things did i ever t- <laughs> ever tell you i was on a a japanese tv show about a, a boxers wrestling match you were on a japanese TV i was show? on uh it was filmed in seattle okay but it uh, it was i I had signed up to be an extra with a talent company. I was like, oh, I want to get into acting. And they're like, it pays 50, 50 bucks. I was like, oh, okay. And at that time I was like 50 bucks. I was making 10 an hour. I was like, I'll go down. Um, and it was in Fremont and it was for Japanese television. And it was a, it was kind of like million dollar baby in a way. It was a boxer who was, was pregnant, but didn't know it. Okay. Is million so dollar million- baby where she falls, where she gets hit and then, uh, lights out yeah okay i think so and she was pregnant and didn't know at the time maybe too this pregnant. was maybe a similar story yeah. but there's more to the million dollar baby i never saw it but i know the premise of like yeah what hillary what swank happened. yeah and hillary clint swank and clint, clint eastwood were nowhere to be found on set so this had nothing to do yeah. with so they right. they were trying to get extras to fill the stands around this boxing ring and you're supposed to stay and clap after something happens they're like okay action and the talent agency never paid me. So I had gone down and did it, never got a check in the mail. They never reached back out. And I had went to Fremont, sat there, and I was like, I'm going to be on the background of a Japanese television made for movie, made for TV movie or something, clapping. So just all the random things you do that yeah. maybe don't, wow. you don't know what happens with it. And yeah. I was like, Naga Naga, not going to work for them anymore because yeah. I just did it for free. Wow. Yeah, That's it didn't crazy. look like we got they got a big audience, but it was like 30 people standing there around. So, I mean, they did creative cuts and you blur the background. Maybe it's cool. Yeah. This was like 2005 or six. Okay. They, they really should send links out to people that were in it, though. But since they didn't pay <laughs> me, they probably it wasn't a high priority for them to make sure that I, I saw the production. Yeah, you should type that into Google someday. Be like. Japanese million dollar baby <laughs> Seattle Japanese million dollar baby. that's the name of this episode Japanese million dollar baby <laughs> I was in the Japanese version of million dollar baby didn't even get paid it's extra yeah. in the background Japanese well so I, my other friend uh, John I mean my other friend I was in this one anyway one of I'm my own friend, I guess. I was Wait, like talking about did you just too. call yourself John? No, no. I was. I said my other friend John, be, meaning like one of my other friends had already been in a movie, but I haven't talked about them yet. So I was just referencing oh. myself. So it's like I'm my own friend. Everyone should be their own friend. But my other friend, besides myself, John, was <laughs> an extra in some movies in Portland, like uh, management with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Steve Zan or Zahn. I say Zan. Um, but some other movies, uh, and so he was like riding a bus as they're walking by or in the background on something. And you just think about all these extras that spend their life, like in the background, maybe never getting a talking part and like hustling to like get into a movie and you're on the screen for a moment, walking by someone in the background, still cool, mm-hmm. but everyone really wants that talking part. Yeah. Like, would you ever, would you ever, uh, like fly to LA to audition for something just to do it and see what would happen. No, not from here. 
I wouldn't fly like if I lived there or something, it'd be more. So basically, would you ever go to Vancouver, BC and audition? Because that's the Hollywood of Canada. That's a little Um, closer. You could drive. A lot of work gets done in Vancouver. Um, A ton. Yeah, a lot of shows are shot up there. Um, I don't know if you have to be Canadian to apply up there for work unless you're famous uh, already. Work visa. Yeah. It might be easier just to fly to LA. Honestly, I have family there. I, I should do a week sometime and just like go to some open auditions and try something. You never know. It'd be fun just to do. And then they're yeah. going to give me a line where I have to swear. I'm going to be like, sorry, I can't do this one. Yeah. They're like, you have to <laughs> eat like, pork in this scene. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to eat pork hot dogs. No, th- no, thank you. Yeah. Corn pork dogs. Is dogs there beef? And- Is, are these pure beef? Are these uh, yeah. Hebrew nationals in this or what are we doing here? Yeah. So, Eric, you're going to take this pork hot dog and then dip it in sour cream and then mustard and then take a bite. And we just got to see how you eat the hot dog and see if you're a good fit for this (laughs) short film. I'd be like, I'll tell you right now, I'm the worst person you can ask for this. And they're like, you're supposed to be sickened by it. I was like, well, this is going to be real. Let's do it. And then I would get the roll and I have to eat these real hot dogs and spit them out probably. Oh, gosh, that's so funny. It's not what you want to be famous for. Yeah. But like Harrison Ford was in his 40s when he auditioned for Indiana Jones and he was a UPS driver and he Mm -hmm. happened to be delivering to the set. And then Steven Spielberg's like, hey, you have a good look. You should audition. And I think he's like he was wanting to be an actor that whole time, too. He was just doing another job because he needed to make ends meet. So it's never too late to get started. Yeah, it's never too late for now. Um, But you'd rather be behind the scenes. Harrison Ford was hot. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't everyone, mind either. Everyone wanted to be him. Yeah. Um, but I meant he was really good looking. Um, no, that's what I. That's what I meant too. Like on the guy <laughs> said, I was like, you know, he's like he was like oh. the Brad Pitt of that era, like one of those guys. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Of, oh, Robert Redford, same era. Hottie. Those guys, yeah. you know. Yeah, all those. Uh, Paul Newman, all time, smoke job. Have you seen The Sting? I mean, I know it's classic, but uh, no, I haven't. I think we've talked about you. This would, it's Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Guess what I watched the other it. day? Huh? Um, uh, as Marlon Brando in it. Uh, On the waterfront. No, the other one. That's the one that I. Oh, um, uh, the Godfather. No, not that one either. The, the other one. The other one. Uh, you tell me. <laughs> uh, I don't know that many oh, Marlon Brando movies. Oh, Streetcar Named Desire. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's a classic. It was too, really yeah. good. I mean, it was. Listen, he served some looks in that movie. He looks mm-hmm. very handsome in that movie. Um. Uh, is that the Desire part of it, or is the streetcar yeah. actually named it? Yeah, he's the streetcar. And desire is what he's the people have when they see it. Oh, this yeah. is a young Marlon Brando. Yeah, he was 27. Was this before or after on the waterfront? Because I feel like that Ooh. he looked really young in that one, too. I don't know. This was 1951 when this one came out. I think on the waterfront was afterwards. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he was kind of like a um who was the I just saw a picture with Mickey Rourke when he was younger. Yeah. He and then he got a lot of plastic surgery and he's 
he's looking a little bigger, bigger mouth now as his lips are huge and, mm. and stuff. So a little different as he got older, other people have aged differently, but yeah, I would, it looks like it shot really well. The thing with black and white, cause this is like obviously 1950s, you didn't have color. They had to really do a good job on the lighting to make it look dynamic because Otherwise, yeah. you don't get that depth with black and white. You really had to like, it's so intentional. It's so much harder to make black and white look cool. Yeah. And I can't, I can't even imagine how hot those sets were. Mm -hmm. because Not because of, of the people, because of the lights. Right. Because yeah. of the lights. Um, yeah. The, the power you need for, or the amount of lighting you need. They have outdoor scenes there. Oh, this is like a little trailer for it. I feel like I'm seeing the whole thing. Is he, yeah. uh, does he race race cars? No, he, um no so so i thought it was a racing one too they actually mean a street car like a trolley um, oh okay it, it's name yeah. the name of it is called desire this mm -hmm. woman rolls into town because she's trying to i forget what the setup is she's either leaving her partner or she's running running away from something but she's trying to find her sister who moved who lives in this town and uh, she shows up to like the woman is dressed very nicely, has a nice suitcase with her, shows up to this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And it's like this rundown um, like duplex. And yeah, there's there's these women sitting outside and she goes, hey, I'm looking for so and so my sister. Um, she's like, oh, yeah, she lives right there. And she's like, are you sure she lives here? <laughs> And they're like, yeah, I uh, I live in the apartment upstairs. And she was like, okay, do you know where she is? And they're like, oh, she's at the bowling alley. So she goes to the bowling alley, and her sister's there. She just happened to find her sister immediately. Yeah. Oh, well, no, she That's walks cool. in, and it's busy, but then, like, spots her sister at the bowling alley. Oh, oh I meant, like, she knew where her sister lived. I thought yeah, she was going to walk into the town. Yeah. Oh, because that's the setup. It's like, immediately, she says, I was told uh to follow a streetcar named desire um and mm -hmm. uh it ends up being like outside of the sister's place or something whatever so she goes to the bowling alley and she's never met her sister's husband who is marlon brando mm -hmm. and um marlon I, I, I seem uh, sounds like a love triangle coming on it's sort of like that like she like he's extremely handsome their uh, their apartment um is just a one bedroom um and the sister that rolled into town needs to stay there uh because she has nowhere mm -hmm. else to stay so the the place is just partitioned off but they're kind of just living like there might as well be no walls in the house and yeah um uh so at some point that night they all go back to the apartment and um, he, yeah, like their interactions, she's like really just into him, but she ends up like falling for this other guy. And so I they keep it, it clean ends. for the fifties. Yeah. Um, but you rolled your eyes. I mean, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in that sense, but like there is a lot of abuse between Marlon and, the, right on, the, right his on. wife just kidding. you know right it on. sounds like oh sweet sweet yeah yeah yeah, yeah, go, yeah. go on uh <laughs> classic kidding. 50s movie um nice nice i love it no it's, it's so bad yeah yeah, yeah but so it's, it's just it, like he's not the, not a great guy yeah 
Yeah, but the both of them in that relationship, they're it's just very toxic and they're very uh like they're both abusive and keep coming back to each other. See, like a movie like that now would not be called a streetcar named Desire. Like they that's like the focus of it but now it'd be something emotional about the relationship or like something that's involved with like how they did their thing and i like how the old ones still would be like a boxcar named larry and then somehow there's this deep story around something that's like this name that doesn't necessarily would have meaning without it but it like ties into the story so well and they like use this thing to like pull you through this whole story and then you're like oh and it's pretty cool i like the old names yeah the new one would be like I don't evil think I followed that. and you're like wow they haven't even thought of any creative name this movie is called oh evil. sure like yeah. there's there's new, the new movie naming is or like um this is an example that's not real but like a nurse that's like a zombie nurse and it's just called zombie nurse there's no there's no creative like let's let's let the people know what they're gonna see exactly because we need them to come see this zombie nurse got it yeah. she's a nurse that's gonna start killing people yeah i think it's there for i mean i the arty films i agree with there. you yeah but you see that more in like art house films where it's more of a there's like a poetic yeah little yes yeah thing to it like cocaine bear that's fitting because it's a bear that ate cocaine and it's in the oh. theater still and then the real story is a bear ate like a, a drug plane dropped a bunch of or crashed or something uh, like 300 million dollars worth of cocaine wow. or some crazy amount of money um maybe it was 3.2 million it was a ton but the bear ate it so the real bear just died of a heart attack instantly so the movie is like the bear eats the cocaine and goes on a killing rampage <laughs> and like insanely powerful and it's gorier than uh my roommate sean was saying it's gorier than i i might like but I was like, well, as long as you just remember that it's CGI, it's fine. Yeah. But that's one where the name works. Cocaine Bear. I'm going to go see Cocaine Bear. Um, you got like Evil Prince or something. I don't know. There's all these ones that I, I'm just thinking, uh, seeing the theater and the title is like underwhelming, but the movie's probably pretty good. But a lot of B movies were just as equally bad as the movies now. Like, yeah. Oh, the yeah. The Blob. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the blob. Is that that thing you bounce on in the lake? No, it was that I know. sludge was like that a, was going through the city. It would eat people. Yeah. yeah. Or like, um, what was the the one um, where people are eating people? But it's like they're, it's in the soil. It's a very classic one where the like, um, they're putting all this stuff on their miracle grow stuff on their food or they're eating out of this ground. Um, something soylent. Either way, <laughs> I forget the name, but basically they find out they're soylent. eating like dead. Uh, <laughs> I can't get, I'm gonna have to look this up. Soylent. So, soylent speak, green. Did he speak? No, he was soylent. So, soylent. So, soylent. No, he was soylent. Soylent green. Um, uh what is it is a 1973 american ecological dystopian thriller uh directed by and starring charlton heston one thing he was in which was really good was ben-hur um that movie was like he like i think he meets jesus during the movie and he like 
sees him walking to the cross and offers to help him or lift the cross up. And I liked that they took a, that was one that we were allowed to watch on Sabbath because Sabbath was the holy day. So we weren't allowed to watch normal movies. But since Jesus shows up in that movie, we got to watch a movie about Roman battling and killing and all kinds of stuff. And because the parents knew and grandparents knew that Jesus was at the end. So we were like, Ben-Hur, Ben-Hur. Like, what do you guys want to watch? Uh, can we watch Ben-Hur? They're like, well, yeah, I guess you can watch Ben-Hur. Um, and so there's a chariot battles and they're like this, the, um, spikes in the, on the chariot yeah. wheels that break the other ones open and like the gladiators and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was the real. End, he, like, that's insane that that I, was real. I don't that portion. I, is it, oh, that they were really doing it. Yeah. yeah. They were on chariots yeah. with real horses. Absolutely. With yeah. spikes. That was like the whips. Um, insane. Ben Hur. IMDb. I'm curious what year this was because I think it was the 50s too. 1959. You know they were doing stuff for real then. There's real lions in there on chains and the people are there with them and Whoa. that kind of stuff. And it's after the the premise of it is after a Jewish after a Jew Jewish after a Jewish Jewess. prince yeah. Jewess. Now after a Jewish prince is betrayed and sent into slavery by a Roman friend in the first century Jerusalem, he regains his freedom and comes back for revenge. So it's kind of it's serendipitous. He gets it at the end, but then he meets. Then yeah, they have that scene with Jesus going to the cross at the end, and he's touched by that. So it was a uh, it was a good movie. And then he was Moses in another one, the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments. <laughs> Yeah. Have you heard of that one? <laughs> heard about the Ten Commandments before? You've heard of that, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. There's a 1925 Ben-Hur, and it's a tale of the Christ, Ben-Hur, Judah Ben-Hur. And so it must be, this movie can't be too good if it was 1925. It looks Is, real rough. Uh, it's probably a silent film. Um, yeah. It looks like 18 frames a second. Ben-Hur, is that a made-up character? I've never, I mean, apart from the movie, I've never heard of the name. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think, I think this is like a, a fictional story around something that's real. Is a fictional character, the title character and protagonist from Lou, uh, Lou Wallace's 1880 novel, Ben-Hur. So mm. yeah, fictional, but I like when they do that. You know how many stories you could have and movies and stuff out of like a character that's not the main character, but interacts with like real historical events. Yeah. You could create movies forever. Like someone that was near the Titanic, right? When they're all boarding and they saw everyone go off at the end uh, and the story leads up to that. And they I didn't wanna, get on. I want to know about the iceberg icebergs perspective. <laughs> you you, you want to see like how the iceberg felt about getting yeah, hit. It was, yeah. You know, and when you see the whole thing, he, the iceberg is born little baby iceberg mm -hmm. it forms yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands of years later it gets wrecked so this is a slow this is a, a trilogy of time passing yeah, builds. and it just shows this one building slowly and talking to this like hey i'm yeah. building over here me too yeah hopefully nothing <laughs> hits us in the future and then they cut to titanic with yeah. um leo dicaprio and Liv tyler no, Rose. Just kidding. Um, I know. Not Rose. Not Rose. Her name isn't Her Rose. Her name was Rose in it. You know what I'm talking Don't about. Don't say it. The English actress. I will get it. Yeah, Kate Winslet. Great movie for Clint it. Eastwood's, uh, one of his wives is in that movie. 
one of his wives? Does he have multiple wives right now? He's or one been of his married wives before. Yeah, yeah, whoever he was married to at the time. Um, he was a monogamous guy and not serial serial monogamous. Monogamous. Um So I was going to say my second grade teacher, Mrs. Campanello, um, was a lot older when she was our second grade teacher. But her uh, the reason I say that is to give the date and the time on it. Her parents they were late for the Titanic. They they missed the boat because they got a, they got there late, so they didn't get wow. to go. And she wouldn't be, she's like, I wouldn't even be here probably if my parents were timely that day. And uh, she was in her 60s when she was teaching us in 91, 92. Her parents, so it tracked, her parents were like 30s or something that happened or maybe 20s. Wow. Um, But crazy, right? Yeah, because it departed from... Maybe they're younger. England? Where did that... It departed from the, it was going to England from the U.S. From Deported, New York? De, no, the other way Departed New York City. Really? I think it was. Uh... She, okay. Where did the Titanic. Titanic. Who's she? Depart from. Where did the Titanic. Who is she? Uh, Southampton's um, White Star Dock. That doesn't tell me much. Oh, how how far was the Titanic Titanic from New York when it sank? And it says this was on April fifteenth, nineteen twelve. The Titanic tragically sunk. An iceberg struck, not sunk, struck an iceberg, and began to sink. How how far from New York was the Titanic? About four hundred nautical miles away from New York City. This is the equivalent of about four hundred and sixty three miles. Not that far. So that means it started. So they must have, oh, they were in England. Her parents were in England then for something, or they lived over there and then were trying to take it to the U.S. and didn't get to. So, wow, yeah, that's a good boat to miss. Yeah. And did you hear about the making, uh, they were going to redo the maiden voyage a hundred years later. They didn't do this of the Titanic and take the same course and build a Titanic two. And they were selling t- Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> it was t- a Queen Elizabeth tickets. Right? I don't know which boat it was. I thought they were going to build a second one that was identical to the first. And I'm like, you're going to follow the same path and hope nothing bad happens with, with a second Titanic. I'm so like, dumb. who wants to get on, who wants to get on that boat? I'm so dumb. I thought, hold on. Look at the name of, of the boat. Is it really the Titanic? Yeah. It, that was the, where that am I was it. Queen Elizabeth from? Queen She's a she was a queen in England. I know, but I thought the boat was named boat. You mean that's another one that probably sank. Queen Elizabeth luxury cruise ship in Australia. That's cool. Maybe type Uh, in where is the Queen Elizabeth boat? Queen Elizabeth current position is located in West Australia. It probably started in England. How did the Queen Elizabeth ship sink? How did the ship Queen Elizabeth sink? On January 8th, fire broke out on the ship and virtually the entire Hong Kong firefighting force turned out to try and to save it. Despite heroic efforts over two days, the old ship turned its uh, on its side and sank at the bottom of the harbor. So that's what happened. That was a fire mm-hmm. in the harbor. But Probably people boat. could have got away from that one. Yeah, different one. A lot All of boats right. have sank over the, the, there was a Lithuania, I think. That's a country. <laughs> I don't want to, quote history and quote names of boats and get them wrong but i just did so but yeah imagine uh titanic 2 right you're not done 
You're just uh, <laughs> you're talking about another boat that sank. That's yeah. all. Wow, that was such a disconnect for me for the longest time. I you thought it was just the, the movie was, was called Titanic for whatever reason. I know they called the boat Titanic oh, yeah. in the movie. I know that they do that <laughs> just randomly. But it just they never didn't say anything about Queen Elizabeth. Where yeah. is she? Yeah. You know what? No, you know what I'm thinking of? Huh? Parent Trap. <laughs> what? <laughs> type With, in uh, Lindsay Lohan. Type in Queen Elizabeth How... two. Um, Parent Trap. Oh, Natalie. Uh, that woman. I always People forget her last name. People in shock over cut scene from the Parent Trap. Is that it? No. Oh. Type in a Parent Parent Trap boat name. Because currently there's a story about it. There was a scene cut where the twin sister, a sister, Annie James, meets Queen Elizabeth II as she drives through the gates of Buckingham Palace. But Queen, Queen Elizabeth II boat, parent trap. They're on a boat in that one. Yeah. What is the boat called in parent trap? It's called the Synthesis 66, 1982. No. There's the a photo. The photo that's in the movie is of the two two parents kissing on the night of their wedding and yeah. behind them is a lifesaver that has the name queen elizabeth too or queen elizabeth uh, on it okay. maybe it was they, may have, they must have named the boat yeah that's stupid oh yeah i do see that i do see that right here i see the exact picture that it popped up as the first picture available it says queen elizabeth on the buoy behind yeah wow how is that how is that serendipitous? And then, then the picture's torn in two, like they yeah. got divorced, right? So it's torn well, in two. No, the well, yeah, they got divorced, but they they ripped the photo and gave it to the other kid. So the so the oh. dad had let's call it child A. Child sure. A got the sight of the mom. Child B mm-hmm. that lived with the mom got the photo of the dad. And, and so when they meet together. in the cabin or whatever, they, they meet That's at the camp. That's scene I'm seeing. Yeah. They meet at camp and then they're, they have like all these things in common and they're like, okay, I have a photo of my, of oh. my dad. And yeah. I have a photo of my mom. And they like show the photo. They p- take out their photos and it's a perfect seam. Don't they look the same too? Aren't they twins? They're twins. Yeah. Identical twins. So how would they not be like, hey, you have some similarities to my story and they don't notice that they look identical? Well, everyone, everyone there says they're identical and then, but they they don't don't like each other. They they don't like each other and they're like, well, I'm better than you or whatever. But there's no way that someone would not see that like being one of the people and be like, are we related in real life? I think. Yeah, they're also children. Idiots. Just <laughs> Those dumb, dumb girls. Dumb idiots. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen the parent trap, but isn't Lindsay Lohan playing both roles? Yeah, she plays the twins. Yeah. Who's the Unless mom? Unless she has a twin in real life. Yeah. Who plays the mom in that? I always forget her last name. It's Natalie something. Imbruglia. No, that was the singer. No, she was um, in a West End production of uh, Cabaret. Natasha Richardson? Natasha. Yeah. Is it Natasha Richardson? Yeah. Not yeah, she looks popular, but I, or looks familiar. I just don't. Yeah, there is a scene with her like meeting the queen and d- dipping down and like 
not kissing the hand, but curtsying, doing that little duck move or little (laughs) swan trumpet hand thing. Do it again. Do that again. Swan trumpet (laughs) hand thing. (laughs) She's like dipping down and then she puts her hand out and she's looking down. It's like this elephant tusk coming up, but it's her arm. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that. I used to do that um, when I'd be riding around with my wife. (laughs) Back in the day, Um, so we'd use using the sunroof. Um, I love I love doing this. So like, if the sunroof is open, I really want some fresh air. So I would put my arm up like a little tusk and angle my hand so it was shooting fresh air down into my face. Funnel the air to your face. Funnel the air to my face. It was amazing. I would do this and put it up, put the hand up. And my car has a moonroof now, but it doesn't open. And it's so sad because I would be driving around like, yeah. <laughs> it's better if it's better if you're not the driver, but just getting the air hitting your face, it feels so fresh and you're going 50, oh, 60 miles so an hour. Funny. It's amazing. <laughs> so it's like a dog that sticks their head out the window, except I get to stay in my seat and just get the air hitting me. Yeah. So people driving by see a hand sticking up, just funneling air down. <laughs> That's probably why I do like the plane seats because the air is hitting your face. The time you made me laugh the hardest was when it was Yumi and Swoops in um, at work, and we mm-hmm. were looking at one of the closets for stuff, and it had been just a very <laughs> long day. <laughs> yep. yep, it was like easily maybe hour ten of us working. And yeah, it was. It was. But we'd started at 7 a.m. or something crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. a very long day. And <laughs> we were just talking about stuff. And you were leaning up against this giant, like, road case. And if anyone has yep. seen the video of the... There's a street dog that is laying up on this curb. And its paws are hanging over the step. And <laughs> <Cross>. it's... <laughs> Yeah, cross-armed and just flapping its paws. That is exactly what Eric was doing, but like had a, a thousand-yard stare while he was doing it. It's like, huh? Just like I'm so zoned out by now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was yeah. That, I wish I and I, I've never done it again the same way. Only that one time. <laughs> never going to be repeated. Oh, it made me laugh so hard. Oh, so funny. My favorite time is when I pretended to draw, pass out. My knees buckled and I fell to the floor <laughs> in in the in in the office just to get a, just to get a laugh. And yeah. it looked like I just got up and stumbled forward and fell over full force to the floor. And that those are fun. I love the physical comedy. I got to do yeah. that more. But it's that was it was planned. perfectly timed. Like when you, when it's, yeah, when it's perfectly timed, it's the best. Yeah. And I'm never going to, that's why stand-up comedy is not going to be my thing. Cause I think it just happens in natural life and you just have to be there. (laughs) Can't, I can't like tell a joke on stage and recreate all those things. It's just different. Yeah. But that was a good time. Great times. Great times. So look up uh, pictures of Queen Elizabeth in the parent trap and look up that dog with the paws flapping. Yeah, that's a good, good couple looks. Man, the cast in that looks looks like oh Meg Ryan's in it too. No, not in um, Parent Trap. Parent Trap. No, no. Oh, no, uh, there's a picture right. of the actress meeting the Queen with Meg Ryan in the background. And Dennis Quaid. That's why I asked. So saw that there. No, it's Homegirl. But it's uh, well, Natasha. I know, but this 
This one, however, which I, I, I could just share my screen, I suppose, but yeah. no, I won't worry about share it. Share it to me. I, need I will. To see it. I'll take I need a picture. To see it. I'll take a picture of it. It's right here. Oh, my phone's off. Uh, that means that I'm going <laughs> to turn my phone on 30 <laughs> seconds from now. Uh, it's turning on slowly. Thanks for joining us for episode 111 of Shooting Debris. And I'm going to show Dolly this picture, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya.